Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Sven Bormeister, who is the CEO of Global Village Ventures, which is a, an innovative publisher working with blockchain and covering amazing topics. And we're going to go into some of the work that they're doing in the innovation space, uh, specifically titled Innovate. But before we get there, Sven, it's great to have you on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, where do we start? Um, as you can hear probably from my accent, I'm a South African. Um, I live in Florida, Tampa these days, but um, my early years in publishing, you know, were, were in South Africa. I, I started at quite a young age publishing all the uh, directories, all the trade directories for trade and industry in South Africa. I did the yearbook for the, for the farming industry, for the mining industry, for the construction industry, for hospitality. So it was kind of the full color yellow pages uh, of South Africa based on different industries for associations. Um, and then after a couple of years of that, I moved to New Zealand and I did the, the same series there again, lived there for a while. Um, and then from there, I actually moved, um, I moved to Dubai and uh, launched uh, a series called The Best of the World. So there we did launch a book called Best of Dubai. And there was a, um, um, a showcase book for presidents and mayors to like an investment guide on the city or the country. And we managed to grow that into about 60 different uh, books around the world. We, I think the next one was then um, Best of South Africa, but it carried all the way through most of the African countries, the Middle East, Asia. Um, and at some point, I ended up um, passing through Tampa Bay. And, um, and then I was working about four, four and a half years ago, I was working on a book called Best of Tampa Bay with the mayor of Tampa Bay. And um, there was a chapter in there that we put uh, that was innovations and startups. And um, much to my surprise, that chapter was, you know, there was, wasn't enough space for all the stories that, um, that we needed to publish. And the, um, the business community kind of got together after I published Best of Tampa Bay and they said, listen, you know, we need, we need to really map out the innovation ecosystem of Tampa Bay. Um, and I said, okay, cool. What is, I wasn't quite sure what that even meant at the time, um, exactly. But, you know, they said, um, listen, we want you to publish a book and and go and interview the top 100 innovators and innovation enablers of our community. And I want you to, you know, make videos of them. And we're going to stick this into a book and online. We're going to throw a big party and bring yeah. everyone together. And um, that's what we're going to do. That's amazing. And, and that that seems like, I mean, obviously the success of the Best Of series now available, what, in over 60 countries around the world is incredible. And it seems like the Innovate series now is going through almost a, a similar growth phase. So tell us a little bit more about what this Innovate series is becoming and, and how it's building. Yeah, so, um, you know, there were four reasons why um, Tampa Bay needed this, uh, this mapping out of an innovation ecosystem. I mean, the book is just a byproduct, right? Um, and um, and what, what's true for Tampa Bay is true for any city. So, um, so the narrative goes, 
Well, Tampa Bay sits in the shadow of Miami and Orlando, right? So it's actually one of the fastest growing tech hubs in, 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 in Florida, but you know, people don't quite know about that just yet. So the city really needed a marketing piece to say, hey, you know, tech's happening here. Um, we were suffering from a bit of a brain drain as well. And um, we, we were growing so fast, we needed a recruitment tool. Secondly, companies needed to recruit people from out of town. So they needed a, a showpiece to say, hey, look at all the innovation happening around Tampa Bay. We also put the book full of beaches and lifestyle and, you know, it makes it like, wow, who doesn't want to live in Tampa Bay? You got all this tech and beaches and, and good I, weather. I, you know, I think nowadays, Fen, you just have to show a picture of Tom Brady and uh, that's probably your, the spokesperson of the city these days. Uh, yeah, indeed. But, you know, four or five years ago, that wasn't the case. Um, but it's amazing how that, that city's transformed. Um, and then, you know, and another big part of it was there's a lot of, money sitting on the golf course in florida and a lot of retired money all the snowboard snowbirds and uh, we needed that money to to be reinvested into the community into startups um so florida funders um you know was quite you know was was just starting up and um i think they were they had maybe about a, a couple of million dollars worth of investment from from different um um you know semi-retired um, captains of industry that said, "Come, let's 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 not play golf every day. Let's maybe take ten percent of our real estate portfolio and throw it back into the pot, you know. And, and maybe once every Friday, I'll even do some mentoring." Um, so, but then when we finished the book, we invited them all to the launch party, and they got to meet all the people that were doing all these different uh, innovations and all these startups. And um, and suddenly it grew. I mean, now Florida Funders is a is, is a massive organization doing hundreds of millions of. Of, of, of dollars of investments into the into the ecosystem and um and that's where it started that one book and then um what i thought was really just a one-off project you know to do a, a favor to the city ended up becoming viral because the um every city suffered that same these, these same issues right and um and then if you look at florida as a whole um that's even more disconnected than tampa bay was you know so tampa bay is broken up in these cities around the bay with these bridges so there was also a lack of collaboration happening which is you know another reason for the book but if you look at florida miami orlando um, um tampa bay jacksonville and um, gainesville they don't talk to each other i mean it's not a united state by any any stretch you know so they're almost like different population groups and and it needed some unification so from there, um, you know, it was quickly asked of me to, to publish the rest of Florida, and then it was Innovate Florida. And then from there, fast forward four years, I think we're in about 50-odd cities in the, in, in, in the world at the moment. We launch a new city every month. And, um, yeah, it kind of became viral. And um, people love the book. It's a legacy piece. You know, we use um, uh, AR videos inside the books. We have uh, wood-free paper. So, you know, the, the print model... Um, is alive and well, at least in the format that, that you know, that we publish it. And um, so it was, it was a bit of a surprise um, project that kind of grew and, and yeah, we're having a great time publishing these books. That's amazing. I can clearly see how the series has played a galvanizing force in bringing together communities. And really, I, it sounds like putting them on the map for the most critical thing for every economy, which is innovation, right? And, and new businesses and new companies. And so I can see the value of, of the purpose. And as someone who's based in Miami, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of need for that right now, for sure, with uh, the uh, businesses here. 
But tell me a little bit more about innovation in publishing in general. I mean, it, it seems like a time you've been through a couple of, of iterations now where you've done the best of series. Now you're doing this innovate series around the world. And uh, I know that you've, you've spoken extensively about blockchain and how that can play a role. Tell us a little bit about publishing in general and what's happening. Yeah, so, um, you know, in, in, in the old days, I mean, not even that old, like five years ago, our game was um, advertising based and it was pay to play. And um, the, um, and we kind of, you know, when with Innovate, we didn't want to charge anyone. We wanted to make it free. Um, and, you know, then the challenge was, well, how are we going to pay for this thing, right? If we can't sell advertising and, and we've got to have it free because if, if you, if only the people that pay go in the book, you don't have the ecosystem, right? You only have the people that pay that are in there and that's not the complete story and it's not authentic either. Um, and that whole, that whole thing is, you know, it also leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth, you know, and then it's paid for marketing really. Um, the, um, so we had to make it free and um, much to our surprise, you know, but create, if you, if you create a, a, a book that's, that's, that's authentic, that everyone loves, people uh, buy them in, in bulk. So really our business model was um, just crowdfunded book sales. And, you know, if we have a hundred participants in a book, um, you know, it's maybe some startups will buy 10, but, you know, we've had companies and governments and, 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 and mayors buy as much as 3000 copies of one edition to give out to, to, to their larger community. So we ended up um, just, you know, book sales alone um, was more than enough. We didn't have to sell a single advert and we didn't have to charge anyone to be in here. You know, book sales um, um, worked. So that's, that's something that I think um, no one else is doing. That's, that's a risk we took and, and it worked. Um, but I haven't heard of anyone doing, doing something like that. Um, then as far as technology goes, um, obviously you've got to be, you know, as clean and green as possible. So you have to use wood-free paper and, you know, don't cut down trees and, and, and use, you know, so it's all kind of a waste product, but, you know, it's, it's no longer that glossy paper. It's, 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 it's really um, um, more like a, a newsprint, but it's still, you know, it still prints beautifully. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we have to add AR videos. So um, we hide QR codes behind the images uh, with an app. So when you hover your phone over the, over the uh, the image is a little bit like Harry Potter's newspaper. It plays the video, so we have you know not just the book. We have a hundred videos embedded in the book as well. Oh wow! I love that. I love the idea of having a book, but also with those kind of interactive elements to it, and it, it certainly reflects, I'd say, the the hybrid world that we find ourselves in right now with this pandemic. And I guess you know, it kind of leads nicely into my next question for you, which is. As you've launched this Innovate series and you're building it around the around the world now and different cities also across the US, you know, how has the pandemic impacted your activities and you know, maybe some of the challenges, but also probably some of the opportunities that it's provided? Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, when when the pandemic first arrived, I think like everyone, we, you know, we all caught a bit of a fright and things stood still for about six months. Um, while everyone was, you know, trying to figure out what was happening next, um, you know, I know, you know, we, I, I know, at least six months, we, we, we literally didn't do anything. Um, we, we literally stopped publishing, um, and then, um, and then people kind of realized that okay, life needs to carry on, and um, and then suddenly we boom. Um, I think the 
you know, we, you could say maybe we compete a little bit with events, you know, because it's like a book in an event, really, you know, it's like an exhibition of, 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 of companies and their innovation stories in a book. And, you know, the, all that money that was going to exhibitions um, and, and, and the, the lack of communication touch points that people had, the book became very, you know, uh, uh, more of a necessity. Um, and they had the extra funds and now they, you know, the, you can use the book and you give it as corporate gift to your clients and, and it becomes a marketing tool for your salespeople to connect with, with, with your target market as you used to do in events. So um, we've been quite fortunate that, um, that right throughout the pandemic, we've, we've grown. Also, we've uh, been able to make things a lot, uh, a lot faster where a lot of the our partners in the world around the world used to do face-to-face -face visits and show the book and say, hey, you know, this is what it's all about and show the, you know, the AR video and, and they felt it was really necessary to shake someone's hand and see them face-to-face -to, -face to do the meeting. But that's time-consuming and costly. And now all this happens on Zoom. And um, so now we can publish a book in, in you know, and literally at twice the speed, we just post a copy to, you know, to, to the potential participants and then they've got one in front of them who do the Zoom call. And I wouldn't say it's, it's as effective as a, as, as a face to face meeting, but you know, it's about 80%. So, um, but the time you save, and you say you can do 10 meetings a day versus in the old days, you could do three a day. So, in that, in, in, in that world, um, what has obviously gone down a bit is the launch parties. You know, when a book's out, we throw big parties. So, we have missed those um, and a lot of the collaboration and the fun that happens there. But, you know, what can you do? So, We'll do a few virtual launches, not quite as fun, uh, not nearly as fun, but um, nonetheless, the book gets published and everyone's happy and, and, and things yeah, are Yeah, and I, you know, I, I imagine that these events will come back as hopefully the pandemic winds down. It doesn't impact our lives as much. Uh, but, you know, as you look forward now into 2022, I, I am loving this idea of 2022. It feels like such a big number, Sven, that it, it really does feel like we're living in the future now. And uh, tell me a little bit about what's the future of publishing for you guys and what are your plans for this year? You know, while we've you know gone from one city to 50 cities in, in four years, there are 10,000 cities in the world, right? 10,000. So um, if I just do 10% of the most innovative cities, that means I have to publish 1,000 ecosystems. So, um, you know, that's a long road. Um, then we've also started publishing industry-specific books. So, um, for instance, after our book, uh, Innovate Montreal, there was a big chapter on artificial intelligence in there. And then the Quebec government approached us and said, hey, can you, there's 1,000 AI companies in Quebec. Can you please publish a book on that? Um, so then we did AI Quebec. Uh, we just finished a book called Gaming and Esports. Um, so suddenly it's not just cities, but industry ecosystems want to, you know, want their book as well and want to have their party and then their community connected. Um, and then from there that um, we obviously decided that uh, blockchain, you know, is my, my partner and I, we've been, you know, we've been, um, well, big fans of the blockchain right from the beginning, from mining Bitcoin in our garages, and you know we've been playing, playing in that space more for fun, you know, for many years. Um, but um, now we feel 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 it's time to publish. You know, the first book will be Innovate Blockchain coming out in May for the Americas. We'll do one for the Europe, Europe, one for MENA, and one for Asia. So really want to tell all the stories of all the architects behind the blockchain. And we realize that our industry will be affected just like everyone else's industry. And we kind of want to be the first ones in, in that game. Um, 
And what's really exciting about the blockchain for us is that, you know, while we map out all these different ecosystems and, and, and we play a role in connecting and, and, and matchmaking innovators across the world, um, we can only do that through book and through online and, 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 and through some events and blogs and, 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 and literally introducing people via email. But if we can create an innovation um, platform within the blockchain and give everyone, everyone a membership where people can meet um, in the metaverse, um, then we can really start connecting the innovators. And that's really where innovation, you know, innovation happens, you know, there, there are a series of ideas that get, get embraced, that get shared and, 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 and executed. And, and really, if, if, if you look at the amount of um, stories that we have right now, I think we're close to 10,000 innovation stories that we've published, but pretty soon we'll probably be at 100,000. Now, if we can get all these people to talk to each other and, and, and to share their ideas and collaborate, um, which we are doing, but, but, but if we can do that on the blockchain, then, then, you know, within the metaverse and give everyone an avatar and, and, and we can, you know, we can help fund these, these different startups as well, you know, with the monies that are made through, through the blockchain uh, yeah. membership, then, then we can really change the world. Well, I mean, Sven, it's been incredible. I feel like anybody who thought that they knew what publishing is uh, needs to talk to you because uh, you're someone who is truly on the leading edge of what is happening. Sven, before we go, if someone wanted to learn more about what the Innovate series is about and other ways to work with Global Village Ventures, where should they find you? Um, well, that's easy. You, you go to innovationsoftheworld.com, right? <laughs> and you find me and you, or you, you can LinkedIn me, Sven Boromester as well, but you can find me there and just reach out. Um, we are obviously always looking for publishing partners in different cities that want to partner with us. Um, and that's really what happens is always a, an entrepreneur that, 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 that wants to showcase their ecosystem in every city. And then they work with us. We do the printing, the publishing and, and the distribution and they collect the stories. So we're looking for hundreds more of those. And um, the, and the people that want to read the books, it's all free. You can go online to the ebook library, read any book you want um, and connect with any of the people inside those books. Um, so, um, yeah, we're, you know, literally an open book in that manner. Uh, that's great. That's the line of the day there. Uh, Sven Bormeister is an open book. <laughs> so, you know, Sven, it's been great talking with you. Uh, we've been chatting with Sven Bormeister. He's the CEO of Global Village Ventures. He's also the creator of the Innovate series, which is a publishing project showcasing success stories from innovations across the world. And I'm sure he'll be coming to to your neck of the woods, wherever you are soon. Sven, thank you so much for being on Uncaged Day. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Cheers. See you soon.